Hey guys, welcome back to Financial Flex with Lex. I'm your host, Alex, and happy Tuesday. This is the first episode of 2022, and it's honestly a pretty good one if I do say so myself, so I'm excited to get into it. I hope everyone had like an amazing New Year's Eve, New Year's, hope everyone like stayed safe. Honestly, it's kind of crazy like how this surge just like came back around. I don't know when we're getting out of this pandemic. Like it's really mind-boggling that we're living in such a I guess historical moment like I feel like 50 years from now 100 years from now like the pandemic will most definitely be in like kids textbooks which is like bizarre to me but anyway um I honestly didn't do much John was away working so I just took that time to kind of like declutter clean out my space um, and just honestly relax like that's what I've been doing a lot this break is just really really focusing on doing nothing um I'm the kind of person that like likes to be busy likes to be doing something I'm always doing something like I don't know why and so (laughs) it was really nice to just kind of like lay in bed, binge watch YouTube, HBO Max, like, and just have some time to myself. Like, I was talking to my sister earlier today, and I was saying, like, usually for the past couple of years, I've been pretty sad on New Year's Eve. Like, I'm always like, oh, like, I wish I was out, or I just don't think I accomplished enough. But, like, this was the first year and probably the last, like, three years where I've been um content and it was like a really nice feeling so I'm really hoping to continue on this trend you know forever to be honest um as far as life updates go I don't really have any right now so I just want to get into today's episode but before I do that I do just want to say thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys so much for leaving ratings and reviews like I saw I do check to see if I get new ratings and stuff like that and I I've seen that a couple a couple of new ones have trickled in so thank you guys for that and thank you for sticking with me even though like I can be a little bit inconsistent I think I've done a lot better than um, like the start of the podcast so that's awesome to see the growth and everything like that and it's great to see that I have like followers on Spotify and just all those kinds of things so thank you for that and as always like if you find this podcast you know of any value please feel free to share it with like your loved ones, friends, literally anyone. All right, so enough of that. Let's get into today's episode. So the Great Resignation was literally like all over LinkedIn in 2021. I mean, you either just had to be living under a rock, not using the platform, not watching the news or anything, not to hear this term. Literally could not log on to LinkedIn without seeing those two words and like a lengthy post about it it was honestly kind of annoying I kind of think LinkedIn's a little can be a little cheesy and kind of humble braggish in a way but that's a conversation for another day the great resignation was such a hot topic last year and it was something that I found to be very interesting because there was only one side really being reported on and it was the fact that all of these people qualified people are quitting their jobs and either pursuing other passions, whether it's entrepreneurship, you know, switching out into different industries, different roles, and that business owners and companies could not fill 
open roles. That was really what was being reported on. Um, And it makes sense. I mean, COVID honestly really shook up our life. Like the way that we thought think about work and want to work has completely changed even from like five years ago and so I feel like the pandemic was like a a wake-up call for so many people being like do I really like what I'm doing like how can I better spend my time like how can I better make an impact like thousands millions of people dying all the time over the last like two years really puts things into perspective and you're kind of like I could be doing something else with my time and my life so I think that's what really motivated people for sure however while the news and LinkedIn was covering you know that side as far as people leaving their their jobs like a mass exodus and business owners not being able to um, fill open roles there's another side that I feel like wasn't being reported on enough really and I came to this conclusion because I was one of the people that was kind of going through it and was very confused by everything so last year I heard a lot of things like the job market's super hot it's so easy to find a job like companies are just you know hiring left and right but that wasn't the case for me I had been looking for a new job for about six months and went on several interviews probably over 30 you know made it far in to several interviews but could not land anything and I think after the first like 10 I was still remaining optimistic I was like okay well maybe those roles weren't for me or what have you but then when it just kept happening or when I kept getting ghosted by companies I was like hmm something's not right like it's not as easy as people are saying to get a job what am I doing wrong I've updated my LinkedIn I've updated my resume I've had people look at my resume I've you know done all these things and I feel like the roles that I'm applying for are within my you know years of experience within my world so I'm just very confused as to why I'm not landing anything um So it wasn't until John sent over these two articles for me to read because I was just so upset. Like I would get a rejection email or a rejection phone call and cry because I was like, I'm useless. I'm worthless. Like clearly I don't know what I'm doing. I can't find a job. And so he sent me these two articles that kind of touched on people who were like me, qualified candidates who weren't really able to find a new job. I wanted to cover like a few things that I feel like aren't really talked about like on LinkedIn and on the news as much in regards to like the great resignation. The first being workers who don't really have the luxury to quit their job because of obligations like taking care of family. Maybe they're up in age or close to retirement age because ageism in the workforce is very much a thing and very real. Or maybe they just don't have the skill sets. Even though I feel like having a bachelor's degree doesn't mean as much as it did, like let's just say 50 years ago, it's still important and it's still like, um, how do I say this? Like a bare, like a 
like an entry point, right, for a lot of jobs. So someone who may be working um, as a bartender at a restaurant who has customer service skills and who would be great, you know, being a customer service rep for a company may be denied um, that chance just because they don't have, you know, their degree or other jobs similar to the role that they're going after. Um, and I think that that's something really important to note that like the media is leaving out this, you know, subset of, of people. And last year I spoke with Danielle from First Gen Money and she mentioned how her grandmother was working a retail job but she didn't have the luxury of just quitting her job and moving moving to another role that was similar. Like these low paying minimum wage jobs, even though they advertise competitive um, salaries, that's not really the case. So what was she going to do? Like, you know, quit her job at Kohl's just to make, you know, $2 more at Target. Like it doesn't really, you know, make make a lot of sense and so I thought that was really interesting um when she pointed that out during our 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 conversation and then also another thing is that a lot of jobs that are open so right now the news is reporting that like there are millions like 10 million jobs open right now um and there's like another like five to eight million people who are like unemployed, I believe. And so realistically, these companies should be able to fill the roles. However, what they're not saying is that nobody wants to do these jobs. I'm sorry, but like most people don't really want to work at a strict, rigid nine to five that literally pays them seven twenty five. So like roles like being a gas station clerk, being a server, like all of these like severely underpaid, you know, non-flexible jobs, nobody's wanting to work that, especially when we just spent like the last, you know, year and a half, two years being able to work remote and people have gotten a taste of that flexibility or maybe, you know, they've quit those jobs and have started their own business or have moved into something that's a, that works better for them and their schedule and their family and they're like, I'm not going back there. And I think that in terms of minimum wage jobs, like these companies have to understand that people don't want to come in for a job that doesn't feel fulfilling to them, that pays them literal pennies and that they're so strict. Like a lot of these minimum wage jobs want you to sell your soul literally to like work for them like once they realize that you're a really hard worker you're dependable you know all of these good qualities they kind of like abuse it in a way and then you as the employee you're like looking at your paychecks and you're like this isn't this isn't adding up and I have experience from from this because I used to be a host and I used to be a server and you know they would just you know put all of the like the really dependable servers have them working literally like seven days a week because they were like so dependable but you get burnt out and like I said this year or these past couple of years has really shown us that like living like that is not okay another point that I feel like the media just is not touching on as much 
is the fact that there are a lot of qualified people who are struggling to find new work despite their extensive experience. So when I was doing my research on this, um, remote jobs count for just 16% of LinkedIn job postings. And like I've said a million times in this episode, since the pandemic, people are looking for flexibility and having the ability to work remote offers that flexibility, especially if you're someone who is a working parent who has children. Like just recently, it was announced that um, kids are going to go back to like working. Uh, vir- kids are going to go back to doing school virtually um, in a county, I think, near me and things like that. So imagine, you know, being a working parent and then finding out that your kids are going to be home from school are going to be learning remotely but you have to go into the office and you don't have a sitter or or anything like that so being able to work remote definitely is a perk and that's something that a lot of people are looking for so when they see these job postings for a remote role on LinkedIn there is literally like two times the amount of applicants and interest in those roles so it just makes it like a really competitive market another thing is these freaking application screenings so if you don't know when you apply for a role I want to say like 95 97 percent of the time your application isn't even being sent over to like a real person like the second you apply it's being like processed through this um piece of like software that kind of like scans your resume and like picks out keywords to make sure that you're a good fit for the role first. So you may be like a dead ringer for the role, but because of this software, because maybe you don't have keywords listed in your resume that, you know, are aligned with that job description, they'll just weed you out. That's why sometimes when you'll like apply for a job and literally 15 minutes later, you'll get like a thank you for your interest, but we've decided to pursue other options. And you're like, wait a minute, wait, what? Like I literally just applied to this 15 minutes ago and it's uh, 9.45 p.m. at night. Like there's no way anyone in that office (laughs) read my resume or got it or anything like that. So this process, like as far as job interviewing and and things like that, it really screens out or segments out like a lot of people. Candidates who could meet, you know, 90% of the job description's um, criteria may just be screened out because they are missing just 10%. And that's also due to the way that work is changing. So back in our parents' day, our grandparents' day, like people were able to kind of get like on the job training. Um, That doesn't really happen a lot, you know these days I feel like companies don't want to waste like the time and the resources to like do on the job training they kind of want you to come in like ready to like dive in head first um and I've experienced that in a lot of roles that I've that I've had where I haven't had any real formal training like literally second day on the job I'm like running things and it's kind of kind of crazy just how that aspect of work has shifted so much. So like I said before, it's a really competitive market right now. And that's something that I've been hearing a lot and that there are so many great applicants out there. Um, So honestly, there may not even be feedback from when you uh, like get denied for a job. Like 
when you ask for feedback, they may be like, honestly, you were great, but maybe they just vibed better with another candidate. Because I know that that's happened to me. Like I've applied for a role, you know, made it really far, made it to the final interview, found out I didn't get the role. And I asked for feedback because I was like, something's got to give. Like, what am I doing wrong? And I was told that I was perfect. They just it was tough, but they just decided to go with another person um and so even though in the moment it was kind of tough to like hear that it did make me feel a little bit better about the fact that like it wasn't because I was you know unqualified or just awful it was just simply because they vibed better with someone else or maybe that person was even though the job was advertised as a remote role um maybe that person lived in the city where that role or where that company was. And so when things kind of do return back to normal, when the office does open back up, they're able to, you know, go in a couple times a week, whereas I wouldn't have that ability ability to uh, ability to do so. So during my time of, you know, job hunting, I actually spoke with Nick Bishop. He was a guest on the podcast last year and he dropped some really great gems. So I advise you to go back and listen to it. But um, I went to high school with him and I was just at the point where I really wanted to get a recruiter's insight. I was like, I feel like I've done everything that I can do. I've prepped so much I've done this I've done that and I was just drained so I really wanted to speak to someone who hired people for a living and kind of just get any tips any advice any way that I could kind of like switch up my game so to speak and he honestly put me at ease because my confidence like I said earlier was taking a major hit I was literally feeling worthless literally feeling like I'm never going to get out of this job and had no idea what to do so he gave me some great tips. One of them was to thoroughly read the job description and come prepared with examples to showcase like how you've exemplified um, what the job description is asking for in your current and previous roles. He was like, you can't believe, like, you will not believe how many times people come in interviews and just kind of like say a whole bunch of nothing. And I feel like people also do get nervous. So maybe they just like draw a blank and just start talking. Um, But another thing, too, that he said was to don't give up. He applied for like literally a thousand jobs before landing his dream job at the NBA. And then now he's at Spotify. So one of the things that he told me was like, I know that it's rough and it's a really competitive market, but like you just have to keep going, like literally keep applying. And so that kind of gave me motivation and gave me encouragement because I was like, I literally I'm done. Like I cannot apply to any more jobs like it's just too draining. Um, and then another thing that he told me was to get specific. Don't just apply for everything and anything. Like I know with the great resignation, people are kind of standing firm on what they want, remote work, better benefits, um, more pay, things like that. Um, so he was like, so sometimes when you're just so ready to leave your job, you just start applying to like literally absolutely anything and everything. But he was like, you know, be specific and, you know, just really focus on what you want and so that was really helpful too um in my in my job hunting journey so yeah if I had to um you know add in my own little two cents it would definitely be to like don't take it personal I know that with the news social media it feels like literally every 
two minutes, someone's announcing that they're so thrilled and so happy to announce that they've gotten a new job and you're just sitting here on the other side staring at your computer or your phone being like what the actual f like how is everyone and their mom getting a job and I'm not but it's to not take it personal um it's not really about you at the end of the day like it's just not really about you that's all I can say and that's what that's what I've been telling myself too and I think that mindset has helped me change like so much from six months ago seven months ago to now like I just used to be not desperate but I just used to stress myself out so much in the job interviewing process and now I just have a bit more confidence and I know what I'm talking about and I'm like if this job is for me then I'll get it if not then it's not for me and I've even had to turn down job offers because you know my there were just certain things that I wasn't really willing to back down on. Um, and so I was like, even though I had really wanted to leave where I was working, I was just like, you know what? No, like, I'll just stay where I'm at because I cannot budge on these things. And then another thing, too, it's like, it's OK to step back and take a break. Like, I can tell you I was, you know, running home after work, hopping on my computer from like 7 p.m. to 12, 1 a.m., applying for jobs, scouring the Internet. Um, And I got burnt out. Like, I remember sitting in my car, taking a phone interview, and it was probably like a minute before the interview was about to start. And it almost felt like someone like hit me up side the head. Like, I just immediately was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so out of it. And I do not want to do this interview, but I had to. But I realized I was so burnt out from interviewing and so dejected and so emotionally drained. And I was like, I need a break. Like, I just need to step back, not apply for anything for a couple of days, regroup, and then come back at it. And being able to kind of like step back, take a breather was definitely helpful as well. So yeah, like those are like my two big things I would say. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see like if the great resignation will still continue to happen on in 2022. I think so. Um, especially with like the pandemic still running rampant and people just really, really, you know, understanding that like, hey, I deserve more or I want to do more. And people are really reconsidering like what they want out of their life. So I definitely don't think that the great resignation is slowing down at all. But I think it's really important to focus on, you know, the different areas that aren't getting as much coverage, but it's very much still a reality for a lot of people. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I'm really looking forward to more episodes to come. Um, Got some exciting things in the works. I don't know if I should say this now, but I'll just say it anyway, but I'm really thinking about like playing with the idea of getting a co-host, maybe not forever but maybe just having you know a person join in like once a month just to kind of you know talk about financial hot topics and just other things and I think that that would be really fun so I'm definitely like brainstorming different ideas for the podcast and I'm just really excited to continue to document my journey share other people's stories and yeah just take you guys along for the ride um All right. Well, I hope you guys have the best week and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.